Welcome to Creative Solutions, where we are here to help you reduce stress, create a more satisfying customer experience, and of course, make more money. And now today, we're going to go over five characteristics of building strong relationships. Now, what does that even mean in real estate? As a real estate agent, there are many, many, many opportunities to create business, to create a uh, filling of your pipeline. There are many opportunities to find the capability of being successful. A lot of agents though, we notice they aren't. A lot of agents are maybe busy in their mind and they think that they're running all the time, but they're not actually being productive with the time that they have allotted. Now, wh why would that be the case? Well, here's the thing we realize and we understand that a lot of real estate agents, especially as newer people, you may not know how to do it. You may not know what it actually looks like to make the calls. Should I be sending emails? Should I have my CRMs? Should I have different things set up? When I do have a client, how do I stay connected to them? Or how do I reconnect with a client from the past if I haven't done a great job, right? There are many things that we do realize that agents are just not taught as much anymore. You know, back in the old days, if you talk to Richard Sr., he would say that when he came in, there was a mentor of sorts that was always with you, always writing every piece of paper, always showing you how to do it, having you help them on their stuff. That way you understood the situations. You understood how the process actually worked. You would understand what was going on. Now, the thing is, we just don't have that anymore. In today's day and age, it's very rare that you have somebody like a Richard Sr. that gets to be with you 24-7, help you with all these problems. You can call them if there's a situation. And hopefully your manager, whoever you're working at, is that person. But again, it's not as relational. So today, we're going to talk about building some relationships. Today, I'm going to be that person for you. Now, these are notes that me and Richard Sr. have come up with together. So this is not just the newer agent talking, but this is also the experienced agent who's been doing it for 18 years. And these are what we believe to be very important details when it comes to communicating, when it comes to building relationship and reputation with your people, the people that you've done the business with in the past that you're working currently on, and even the people that you're going to work on down the road. And the better that you can get at creating these relationships, the more business you're going to bring in, the more referrals you're going to bring in. And uh, I don't know about you, but referrals is like my number one. I want referrals. I don't want to have to pay for leads. I don't want to have to pay for marketing. I want referrals. I want to do such a good job that people talk about me. I want to do such a good, good job that people are asking for me specifically. And that's what we're shooting for. So today we're going to jump right in. The first one that we focus on, if I can get my mouse to work, don't you just love technology, integrity and honesty. These are the first two things that we focus on. And I say two things, but really this is one in the same, right? We want to have the most amount of integrity and honesty possible when we speak with our clients. And what does that look like? Well, when we're talking about properties, when we're talking about life, when we're talking about situations, when we're talking about contracts and offers and all these different things with our clientele and different things like that, we want to make sure that one, we're being as honest as possible. Now, when I say honest, it doesn't, I mean, it does mean don't hide things, obviously, right? But we want to make sure we are as forthcoming as possible. You know, one thing that my father uh, definitely preaches a lot to our team is if there's a situation, even if you think you can get the situation handled without people knowing, that's not the right way to do it. That's not normally the best situation. You actually need to make sure people understand, hey, just so you know, this is what's happening. Here's what I am doing to correct it. It shouldn't be a problem. But just want to make sure you have an understanding and an awareness, right? Now, that's what we're talking about. That's like 
that's talking about all of our different opportunities, our deals and our work that we're going to be handling. Um, when we do those kind of things, when we take care of our clients, when we show integrity in the process, when we're saying, Hey, I, I know that I don't have to tell you this. I could probably take care of this without it, but I'm willing and capable and I'm stepping out and we're going to do these different things. When those happen, when we do that, you're just building trust. You're building the opportunity to work with them in the future. You're building the opportunity for them to say, hey, man, Rich was honest with me. You know, Rich, he told me straight up that this was happening and this was happening. And honestly, he had it taken care of. Now, there will be opportunities and times where maybe you don't get it taken care of the way you thought. And it's a good thing you told him. It's a good thing you didn't hide it because we need to make sure things are as proactive as possible. Remember, we try to beat situations in real estate. We don't want to wait for a situation to happen. But with integrity and with honesty, these are very, very, very big building blocks to the relationships that we would hope to have. Now, again, this is going to be for clients. This could be for family. This could be for other agents that we are working with, your managers. It could be so many different people. But as long as our relationships are being cultivated with this in mind, we're going to see a lot of success. We want people to have trust in us. We want people to see us and say, I know that I can trust him. I know that I can work with him. I know that I can believe what he says and when things happen and when things go, I know that it's true. I know that it's honest. I know that he has integrity, right? And it's going to be worth it. I promise. Just keep it up. Always. Always. Number two would be appreciation. Now, this is the cool one. I love appreciation, right? Appreciation is just that. Man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Right. I say that a lot to people and people call me, whether it's the first time they've called me or the 14th time they've called me. I always end that call. Hey, I appreciate you. I'm so thankful that you even called about this problem that we had. Oh, you don't have X at the property like we thought you would. I appreciate you calling me and let me know. Let me see what I can do to handle that. We're talking about our past clients even, right? We're talking about the opportunity to say, hey, I appreciate the work that you gave me and you could appreciate for the future opportunity too, right? So we're talking, I appreciate, hey man, I know that you would do everything you could to help me get some referrals and I appreciate that. I appreciate that if you had somebody that you'd be shooting them over my way. Like that's a great way to get people to work with you. That's a great way to get people to be like, oh, he, yeah, I, I want to help him. I or I want to help her, and I I want to be that person for them because they're they're relying on me. They're counting on me, right? That's an amazing way to work on relationships with people. Showing appreciation is probably top tier way to one be a likable person. You want to be likable. You want people to be excited when they see you calling. You don't want them to dread the fact that you're calling. You want people to be excited when they see that email come through or that text come through. You want people to be excited and get a good feeling inside when they think about Tracy. If Tracy's doing X, Y, Z, you want them to feel good about you doing what you're doing. And that's what we're here about. We want to find the best ways. We want to find the best opportunities to help our clients agents that we deal with. You could be talking about lenders here, by the way. You could still be talking about title agencies. You could be talking about a lot of different things. But whatever you are talking about, show appreciation and build the relationship. Here's the thing. I, I heard this this morning. I was doing some trainings even this morning. And they said it on the training. They said, you know, when you make an initial call to people, it shouldn't be trying to sell them. It shouldn't be trying to get them to buy the property or do this or X or Y or Z. It should just be connecting building a relationship, building reputation with them. If you call and the first thing you do is buy, 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 or sell, 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 it's not the greatest. Most people don't want to hear that. And what do they do? They mentally just check off and say, I do not want to talk to that guy. I don't want to talk to that girl. I don't want to be involved in that right now. But if you call and, hey, I know a little bit about you, right? Especially if you're calling a past client, here's what you do. Hey, I have one. And this is like a real thing for me. 
uh, the first people that I ever helped buy a property. Now, I probably showed these guys like 15 to 20 properties. Awesome couple. Absolutely love them. And I still remember the day that the house that they just happened to end up buying had a hot tub. It was not a necessity into what they wanted, but it had it, right? So when I call that guy, I'm like, man, how's that hot tub, man? You enjoying that? Like, we're always looking for those positive things. You want them to think positively when we call them, right? Oh, what that hot tub was, man. I, you know what? I appreciate everything that you did for me. I'm glad that you let me help you get that property. I'm glad that X, Y, Z. And then eventually down the road, you do bring that up and say, hey, I need some referrals. Hey, I'm working hard and I want to help more people. What can I do? How can I better help you? How can I better help X, Y, Z? And these are just little ways that we're going to build up our systems, our portfolios. These are little ways that we're going to build our pipelines. This is how we're going to make ourselves more successful and give ourselves the opportunity to have more business. And the more business you have, the more opportunity you have to make money. That's where it's at. And then number three, be knowledgeable. Now, we actually talk about this a lot on CS. We talk about being knowledgeable a lot. Why do we talk about it so much? Here's the thing. If you are trying to communicate with somebody about any situation and you come off in any way, shape or form as unsure, anxious, unprepared, then what's happening is immediately you are now downgrading yourself in their mind. And it's not that they're on purpose saying, oh, he doesn't know X, Y, or Z. But what happens is they are looking to you to be the professional. They are looking for you to be the real estate agent that's going to guide them and lead them and give them sound wisdom and sound advice, no matter what we're talking about. Remember, we are like that middle man. We connect everybody together. We connect the lenders and the titles, contractors, home inspectors, the, the buyers or the sellers, all of this stuff. This is what we do. So we need to be knowledgeable and what we have now it does not mean you need to be perfect. No, absolutely every piece of information you could ever know. Because guess what? That's just an overtime thing. You're not always going to know the answer. But the more knowledgeable you are, the better opportunity you have of creating good trust. The better opportunity you have at creating good relations with these people. And that's where we really want to sit right now. When we say knowledgeable in relationships, here's what I mean: know something about the people that you're calling. If you have any opportunity at all, try to know something about them. And if you don't, work really hard and really fast to find something. Find a connection point. Find a spot where you can say, oh, I know you. Hey, let me ask you this question specifically about your life. Whether it's a family, whether it's a sports, whether it's, it really doesn't matter what it is. Just know something because if you can make that connection, a lot of times in real estate, it, it's this common misconception between people that or not agents, that an agent is just out to make money off a of commission. And yes, that is how we physically make our money, but that is not the goal of being a real estate agent, right? The goal of being a real estate agent is to help people find their home, sell their home. Some are going to have good reasons. Some are going to have bad reasons. Some are going to love the house that they're going into. And some are, it's going to be a hard situation that we've got to help them and make the best decision. We've got to help them make the best decision for themselves, for their families, for their futures, whatever is going on. And so there's a lot more in this than just, Hey, I'm in it for a commission check right? And the more knowledgeable you can be about your person, the more you can talk to them specifically, help them in their situation, the more that you can pull on the heartstrings and say, hey, I do care. I'm not just in this for the financial gain that I'm going to get, which it's not really that much, right? We work hard, but I'm here for you. How can I help you? Your situation is this. Uh, is it a kid's soccer game that you know they're going to? How was the soccer game the other day, right? I love doing that with people, by the way. When I have clients that I'm showing properties, I talk. 
and I my goal is always to pull out of them. Is there an event that they're going to this weekend? If they have children, are they involved in some kind of sports or activities? What's going on? Because you know sometimes and most of the time when we work with buyers, it takes extra time before they actually buy a property. That means you could be showing them for three weeks or three months. If through those three weeks or three months or six months, it does not matter, if you can remember things about their family, about their days, the things that they are involved in, and little times, throw those in. You know, I could be showing a house, and when I first walk up, maybe it's a Monday, right? And I walk up to that property for the first time, and I'm like, hey, Yo, Greg, I, how was that game? You guys said you were going to get go to the game, and then you are going to get the ice cream after. Did you end up getting the ice cream? Did the kids enjoy it? When you do that, you're like really showing people, man, that guy's attentive. They're paying attention. They care about me and my family, and that's what we're looking for. That is knowledgeable in relationships to building this up, okay? Number four, sincerity. This is awesome. Are you sincere? When you communicate with people, are you actually communicating for the aspect of I'm here to help, I'm here to grow, I'm here to f help you find the best opportunity for your family, I'm here to find the best home that's going to fit your exact situation that you are in right now, whether that's investors, families, singles, it doesn't matter who we're talking to, right? It could have been a job move, it could have been a plethora of things, but are we sincere in our communication with them? Are we sincere in how we are trying to get this transaction taken care of? Are we sincere in taking care of the people that we are with? If we're not sincere, people are going to know it. If you're not sincere, they're going to read it. It's this innate thing inside of humans that you just know when somebody's not being super serious, sincere. They don't actually care that much. They're putting on a face like, tell me I'm wrong. You go up to uh, the Starbucks line, right? And you can tell if they're person that you're paying the money and handing you the drinks. You can tell if they're sincerely like having a great day and they're caring for you and asking if there's anything that you can get help with or if it's just like whatever it is, a job. I'm putting on a smile for you because I have to like you can tell you can tell in the Walmart parking lot. You can tell at your church or the sports event. It doesn't matter. You can tell when people are sincere. So here's the thing. You got to make sure you're sincere. And that is a mental change. That is a heart change sometimes. Right. Because there's people we don't always want to work with. There are calls that come in sometimes and you're just like, dang, like really don't want to deal with this call right now. I really don't want to talk to X person. I'm in the middle of whatever I'm doing, but I need to answer, right? So can you change that mindset and that heart posture in that moment and say, okay, I'm going to talk to this client and I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to lead them to the right decision and help them understand whatever it is that they're looking for, whatever they need understanding. I'm going to connect them to the right people to help them make the best decision. It doesn't matter. Whatever it looks like, are you sincere? Can you be sincere? Now, if you have a hard time being sincere, with people. If you have a hard time truly showing that emotion and that caring and the opportunity and that whatever it is, right? If you have a problem with that, it's going to make it difficult to cultivate a relationship that goes beyond the specific detail that you're working on. So you can almost fake your way through a buying or a selling. If you're sincere in the buying and the selling, you will then gain those people as future clients. You will then gain those people's referrals. You will get their friends. You will get their families because they will say, this guy truly cared. This person truly wanted to help me and they did everything they could and they connected me to the right people and they did X, Y, and Z. And those are the people that we want. If not, and I've done it, I have been the person that did not stay sincere when I should have, right? And so, yes, I got the deal done. Yes, I got the check at the end. Yes, I got them into the property, but was my mindset really in the right place? I don't think so. 
these are people that I know that I kind of blew it with and it was my fault because I had a bad day. We all go through it. It is not just a, a you thing. It's a me thing. It's an us thing, right? So we have to work on being sincere in everything that we do. Number five, positive outlook. This is like, if you ask our team, this is always our goal, a positive outlook. My father is actually the best at this and it's frustrating. But you guys, as you learn, as you're a part of CS, you're going to see it and you're going to hear him and you're going to understand, man, this is why people are successful. And it's because you got to have a positive outlook. Now, it is easy for almost anybody to have a positive outlook for a portion of the time, right? I can be positive at least 50% of the time, at least 75% of the time. But can you be positive 100% of the time, no matter what the situation, no matter what the deal, no matter who the person, no matter who the agent that you're working with, no matter what the lenders say, no matter what the title or the inspections or X, Y, and Z, can you stay positive? Here's the thing. A lot of times when we get into situations, right, when we get into different uh, problem areas in our business, right, and this could be with our clients, this could be with the agents, this could be with everybody we've just mentioned, right, we tend to get very negative very quickly. And the first thought is they are intentionally trying to harm my client or me or my reputation or my client's reputation and blah, 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 blah. Now, that could be true. They might be. But I would say most of the time they're not. So your positive outlook should be, man, I'll bet they didn't even mean to do that. I'll bet that was an accident. I'll bet they let me give them a call and take care of it. And when you can do that, man, you are putting a client at ease. This is how we build that relationship with our client, by the way. You've got to create a peaceful opportunity for them, an opportunity to bring some stress relief for them. You don't want them to be anxious. You don't want them to be questioning. You don't want them to wonder the whole time. You don't want them to think, is this going to happen or not? And are they doing this? And am I doing that? And should I be doing something else? Should I have called another agent? You don't want that. That is the worst, right? So your goal, right? Your job is to create a positive outlook for them at every opportunity possible. So I've heard it this way. It doesn't matter what situation comes up. It doesn't matter if it's a good situation or a bad situation. You've got to find a way to make it a great thing. Can you smile through it somehow? The inspection comes back and there's a massive mold problem. Man, that, that kind of sucks. But you know what? I'll bet we can get that taken care of. Let's call this person and let's get them to look out here and check it out and see what's going on. Or, and this is what most people do. Dang, that's a lot of mold, man. I, oh, that's frustrating. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, I guess we could call this guy. But do you really want to deal with that? Now, yo, use wisdom. If you shouldn't be in, the, in this situation, get out of the situation. But you've got to create positive outlooks for our people. Positivity creates opportunity way more than negativity, way more than narcissism, way more than all these other things. You, you must stay positive in your approach to your clients, to the people you work with, to the different areas of our business, of our profession, Okay. Keep that positive outlook. And just because we love you guys so much, I'm going to put number six in today. And number six would be listen well. Now, what do I mean when I say listen well? Listening well means are you listening to your client? Are you actually paying attention to the things that are happening? Are you actually quieting yourself for a moment, allowing them to talk out their problems, to talk out their solutions, their successes, and then coming in and saying, good, love it. Let me help you. Hey, good idea, but maybe we could do this, right? If we don't listen, we don't know what the true problem is, right? If you hear, I'm actually working with a client right now, right? Sometimes what happens is you hear people com 
uh, communicating to you, we'll say, not complaining, but they're communicating to you. That's what it is. It's not a complaint. It's not a, a praise. It's a communication. So when somebody's communicating with you in a negative way, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and this is wrong, and this is wrong, and this is wrong. Well, if you just immediately try to attack each thing, you might actually be missing the small thing that made the biggest difference. If you miss the small thing, then you're actually hurting that relationship. If you can listen to them and say, man, I hear every girl, hey, mama, whatever, right? I hear everything you're talking about. I hear that is all fair game. It sounds like this right here, if we could get this taken care of, it might actually help you the best. If we could do this, it would take the stress off of everything else that you have. Is that true? Is that if we could do this, would that help you? Would that make it better for you? And a lot of times that is how we are able to handle our clients. That is how we're able to handle agents. That's how we're able to handle a lot of different things in this business is pinpointing the actual problem, not just attacking every single thing that comes at us. Because if we attack every single thing that comes at us, more will keep coming. They'll bring something else up. They'll bring something else up and they'll bring something else up. And then you have to keep attacking problems because now you have created this space of give me your problems. I'll just try to solve all of them. And you're actually actually putting yourself back into a corner that you don't really want to deal with. And that is frustrating. That would suck. So with that being said, we absolutely love you guys. We are super excited that today you joined our Monday Madness just to see a tidbit of what this looks like. Now, for those of you that are on the membership, the rest of this is going to be online very soon, right? We have another 15 slides. Where we're going to go in depth about what these look like, how we use these, how these help us, how we use these in specific opportunities and specific deals, specific situations to make ourselves better, to make our clients better, to make our peers better even, right? That's what we're going to do. So if you're not a part of the membership, this is your opportunity jump over there, join, and learn more about how to create strong, healthy, continual relationships with your clients. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Solutions. Also, if you guys have any questions or topics you would like for us to discuss, email us at info at creativesolutionsforrealtors.com. We also have our online website listed in the description below for more in-depth training about real estate.